Hello, everyone. My name is Rick Hawkins. I'm the pastor of Quest Church. I want to thank all of you for joining us today. You're about to hear a word that is informative, insightful, and inspirational. If you'd like to support our ministry, you can go to questchurch.com. Enjoy the message. Let's stand, please, for the reading of the word. Man, it's something special going on in this atmosphere today. Something very conspicuous, very unique is happening here today. It's for you. Did you hear me? I said it's for you. God is up to something big, and he's got your name on it. How many of you are ready for God to pour out that huge blessing in your life? Smith Wigglesworth said these words, fear looks, faith jumps. Faith never fails to obtain its object. He said, if I leave you as I found you, I am not God's channel. I am not here to entertain you, but to get you to the place where you can laugh at the impossible. He went on to say, I am not moved by what I see. I am not moved by what I feel. I am moved only by what I believe. Amen. Our text today is Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, by faith, say those two words, by faith. For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain by which he obtained witness that he was righteous God testifying of his gifts and by it he being dead yet speaks verse 5 by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God translated him For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I'm going to read one more passage of scripture from Romans chapter 1 and verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Ask your neighbor, where are you going today? Where are you going? Look back at him and tell him, I'm going from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live. Two words, say it. By faith. Last week we preached on now faith. Today we're going to preach on by faith. 
Let us pray. Father, thank you for the reading of your word. Thank you for the intensity of the praise of these people. Thank you for the intimacy of our worship to you today. And Lord, we look to you now. We need a word from you. We ask you to speak to us. Hallelujah. We say we are listening today. And he that has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Father, we break every generational curse. We dismiss any generational spirit that we would be diametrically opposed to the progression of our destiny. And we ask you to allow revelation to run its course in this sanctuary today. We give you praise for everything you have done in our life. And Lord, we're going to praise you right now for the things you've not done that we have yet to see. We praise you for the things you shall do in our future. Everyone clap your hands and give God praise for what he shall do. Bless your name, Jesus. Now before you sit down, ask three people around you, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Amen. Then you may be seated. God bless you. Amen. Hebrews 11. By faith. Being a believer is living a life of faith and a life by faith. Being a believer. Man, I feel good. Is living a life of faith and living a life by faith. We are saved. By faith. Kept by faith. We endure by faith. We rejoice by faith. We serve. We love. We sacrifice by faith. We pray by faith. We worship by faith. And we obey by faith. We get married. <laughs> By faith. We have children. Blessing. By faith. All that we do, we do. Shout those two words. By faith. By faith. Thought I would give you a little English lesson this morning. I'm going to learn y'all something. <laughs> the preposition by is used in many different ways. When you're talking about showing places, the meaning by is beside. So an example would be, were you sitting by the door or beside the door? By is also used with a verb showing motion. It usually shows movement past a place. An example, we walked by your house this morning. Welcome to English 101. <laughs> when used as a personal pronoun, me, him, her, by also means in an easy to reach place. The example is, she always has her cell phone by her, like most of us do. 
when used for time by means not later than. So here's the example. The meeting starts at 9. Be here by 8.55. Let's say it like this. Church starts at 10. <laughs> Be here by 9.55. I had to say it. Because when church starts in here, there's usually about one-fourth of the sanctuary that's in the building. Anyway, I'll let you think about that. By also means or indicates means. So you would say, send it by airmail. Did you learn anything in your English class today? Good. Romans 3.28. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. So you're justified by faith, not by law. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. So we start by faith or we are justified by faith. We start by faith. We walk by faith. And we finish by faith. Paul said, I have kept the faith and I have finished my race. So we start, we walk, and we finish by faith. Those two words are like heavenly twins in scripture. They are mentioned together 36 times in the Bible by faith. Interesting though, 18 of those times is found in Hebrews chapter 11, by faith. By faith is mentioned 18 times in Hebrews chapter 11. For the sake of review, look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, one more time. Now faith is the substance of things, what? Hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. By way of reflection, let me remind you. We talked about it last week that now faith is substance. That which stands under. Substance, that which you are standing on. So the question is, what are you standing on? you certainly wouldn't build on anything you can't stand on. Talk back to me. You wouldn't construct on something that you couldn't stand on. It is your understanding. The opposite of the word substance is immaterial. Immaterial means it does not matter. Never allow what does not matter to replace what really does matter. The enemy of substance, you should know by now, is circumstance. The enemy of substance is circumstance. The enemy of understanding is misunderstanding. 
Wow. How many times have you allowed a misunderstanding to break up a relationship? Can I help you today? God does not operate in the modes of the mystery of misunderstanding. God operates in modes of revelation. The only reason he kept you in suspense is because he had a revelation to show you. That's why you move from faith to faith. It's the evidence of things not seen. It's the proof or the conviction of something you've not seen. I wrote this this morning. We can prove our faith by our commitment to it and in no other way. Any belief that does not command the one who holds it is not a real belief. It is a pseudo-belief. And it might shock some of us profoundly if we were brought suddenly face to face with our beliefs and forced to test them in the fire of practical living. Faith is the evidence. So we don't know if you've got the proof until you face a problem. We don't know if you have the conviction until you face some contradiction. Faith, evidence. Here's your definition. Obviously apparent. Faith is obviously apparent. It's the evidence. I remember catching Dustin. His mother had made some brownies. And put them on the counter and I walked in to get my brownie. How many of you know when that brownie is hot and you put some ice cream on? Now we're preaching good. And it just melts a little bit. And the ice cream gets down in the brownie. <laughs> well, you got to scoop it up. Oh, Lord. God bless y'all. I'll see y'all next week. But when I walked in, he was about five years old. Today's his birthday. God bless you, D. But he's standing there and he's, he's got brownie all over his chin. <laughs> and I said, Dustin, have you been in the brownies? I said, Dustin, did you eat a brownie? So I said, Dustin, what is that all over your chin? He thought he was going to cover it up. But he already had the... Faith is the evidence. Tell your neighbor, I know you have it. Because I can see it on you. And I can hear it from you. As a matter of fact, here's what I'm praying. That God smears faith all over your face today. To the point that you can't wipe it off. I pray God smears faith all over your life today to the point you can't get away from it. I pray that God smears faith all in your destiny so that you cannot extract it from your everyday life. Tell your neighbor, I see faith all over you. As a matter of fact, you've got more faith today than you had two weeks ago. You've got more faith today than you had last week. 
You got more faith today than you did yesterday. You have more faith right now than you did last night. God is increasing your faith. Tell your neighbor, you've got it all over you. I can see it on you by the way you praise. I can hear it from you when you start professing his name. You got more faith than you even realize you got. I can tell you have been meddling around in something that has gotten all over you. And the evidence is obviously apparent that you've got faith. If anybody in here is getting faith all over them today, I double dog dare you to give God the kind of praise that will shake the foundation. Come on, tell three people, I know you got it. I know you do. It's all over you. For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Hmm. The elders obtained a what? Good Say the word again. Good. How many of you are tired of bad news? If you want bad news, just turn the TV on. That's why we come to the house of God. To give some what? Good news. What is the gospel? Good news. You get enough bad news on your job. Get enough bad news on TV. Enough bad news on Facebook. Enough bad news on Instagram. Enough bad news on your smart device. But today you're going to get good news from beginning to the end. As a matter of fact, it's so good that the bad becomes good. Because we know that all things work together for the good of those that love God and are the called according to his purpose. So even though it looked bad, God is turning it for your good. How many of you are ready for a good report today? I don't know what the doctor told you, but God's report is the port report that we shall believe. Y'all remember that old song? Whose report shall you believe? Shout it with me. We shall believe the report of the Lord. Woo! Verse 5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God translated him. For before his translation, he had a testimony. Don't miss that. Before his translation, he had a testimony. The word testimony is the same word for good report. They obtained a good report. Enoch had a good report. They obtained a testimony. Enoch had a testimony. By faith, he had this testimony, and this testimony was a good report. When you look back over your life, you only have one thing to say. That God has been good to you. Can you say amen to that? Woo, hallelujah. Can we go ahead and give God praise for all the good stuff going on in our life? We're about to preach. That's all introduction. We're about to preach. But I believe if we'll just let a praise go up for all the good stuff he's done, something explosive and exciting is about to transpire. Hallelujah. So by faith, Enoch pleased God. By faith, he had a good report. By conveyance. It means transportation or transmission. By, B-Y, conveyance. Transportation or transmission. We all desire to be transported, transmitted, or translated into a better future. 
Everyone wants that. Right? It's called your prophetic future. So here's what I prayed today. That God would translate you, transport you out of your historical past. Y'all been living there too long. And project you or launch you today into your prophetic future. Now only God can do that. And he can do that that fast. How many of you are ready for a shift today? Now here's what I heard. That we will not be transmitted, translated until we have a testimony. He was translated, but before he was translated, he had this testimony. I thought about that. Before his translation was a testimony. Your testimony precedes your translation. What you have been through comes before where you are going. Thank you, Jesus. I hope y'all can hear this. What you have been through comes before where you are going, denoting the idea that you could not get to where you are going without going through what you have been through. Some of you are discounting the process God put you through, which was the systematic series of events and experiences to get you to where you are in order to launch you to where he wants you to be. So you need to thank God for every event, every experience, all of your past, good, bad, and ugly, because the summation of all of that has placed you right where you are today, and your best is yet to come. If you believe that, give God praise like you know your best is yet to come. So what you have been through comes before where you are going. To be translated or transferred is to be changed. Your testimony is what you have seen or experienced. That's your testimony. Not what I have seen for you, but what you have seen for yourself. It is your experience. No one can talk you out of your personal experience. Your testimony tells me if you really have the proof to enjoy your prophetic future. Hallelujah. Because why? Your testimony is a proton profession. You overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. Can't nobody else give your testimony. I miss those testimony services. It turned in the top of the testimony. But some of y'all will remember back in the day, we used to have testimony services. And one guy would stand up and say, I want to thank the Lord today. He delivered me from drugs. Somebody else raised their hand. I want to thank him today because he healed my body. And before long, the testimonies kept going. And what happened? Faith started building all through the sanctuary, not because of what I was facing, but because of what I saw somebody else go through that made them believe more. Listen, your testimony is not just important for your progress. Your testimony is important for other people's progress. You need to let folks know if it wasn't for Jesus who saved you, protected you, preserved you, you would not even be in your right mind today. 
Does anybody in here have a testimony that you have come from a long way? You know what? We ought to take a praise pause right now and thank him for our testimony. Let's just thank him for our testimony. Hallelujah. That's your good report, y'all. Come on, shout it. I've got a good report. I'm still here, clothed and in my right mind. My best is yet to come. How do I know it? Because of everything I've been through, it only tells me if he brought me through all of that, he can bring me through anything that is in my future. So I've already got a good report, not just about my past, but I've got a good report about my future. If that's you, throw your head back and shout to God for your testimony. That's a good report. Bless your name, Jesus. Amen. By faith, we have obtained this testimony. By faith, we have obtained this good report. Can I graduate, I think, in just for a moment? If you don't mind, can we just take it up a notch? Tell your neighbor, now that's the report. Look back at them and tell them, but here comes the revelation. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 32. But call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated. Now we're not talking about before you were saved. We're talking about after you got saved. You know what? I didn't even know what a fight was till I gave my life to Jesus. Because before Jesus, I was just existing. But once I met Jesus, I knew I had to excel. And in order to excel, I knew I had to beat these obstacles. I didn't even know I was in a fight until I was illuminated. He said, after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of affliction. After you were saved. Partly while you were made a gazing stop, both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly while you became companions of them that were so used. I'll leave that there. Because <laughs> some of you have been the spectacle of scrutiny. You have been the one your whole family laughed at. I'll leave it there. If I had time to preach it, I would. But just know, let them watch. Let them laugh. Let them mock because your best is yet to come. For you had compassion of me in my bonds and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that you have in heaven a better and enduring what? Substance. There it is. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. When are you going to receive the promise? After you've done the will of God. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live, shout it, the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, listen what God says, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. For we are not of them who draw back unto perdition. We are not like that. We don't draw back. 
We are not of them that draw back, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Hebrews 10, 38 says, now the just shall live by faith. Hebrews 10, 38, the just shall live by faith. Romans 1, 17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. The just shall live by faith. Who are they quoting? Hmm. What is this referring to? The just shall live by faith. I started seeing those words together over and over in scripture today. So I started digging around and meddling in it. I said, where did this come from? And I was shocked to find out that it was the prophet Habakkuk. In chapter 2, verse 2, he says this. The Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain. You're not going nowhere until you tell me where you want to go. That he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak. And it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Y'all excuse me, I'm about to get happy. Behold the proud. His soul is not right in him. But the just. Watch the proud. Watch the self-righteous. Watch the Pharisee. His soul ain't right. But the just. But the just shall live by faith. The just is the equitable person. It's the person that is fair and balanced. That person does not cower in the face of conflict. The just person who's fair and equitable does not cower in the face of conflict. He does not shrink in the face of shame. He does not back down because of what the enemy brings up. Do not draw back. You say you've got faith. If you've got faith, there's only one direction for you to go. And it's forward and not backward. It's not time to draw back. It's time to push like you've never pushed before. If you really got faith, you're never going to pull back. You're not going to cower down in the face of all this conflict. But you're going to stand up and you're going to say, God will do what he said he would do. He will stand by his word and he will come through. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm getting excited. So here's what we do. We write and we wait. Shout it with me. Write and wait. If you want to go somewhere, write it out. If you want to enjoy something, write it out. If you want to leave where you are, get a vision for where you want to be. We write and we wait. We build runners out of what God has revealed. When you're walking in vision and faith, faith is contagious just like fear. If you're a faithful person, you're going to make people around you that have been paused in their purpose suddenly pressed press the fast forward button and they're going to join you in your pursuit of purpose I came by to tell you if you write the vision and you make it plain you'll make young men excited about their future you'll get your wife out of worry and she will begin to activate the assignment of God in her life just because you did your faith is contagious somebody shall write it and wait for it we may have faults but we are fair. That's the just. Who's he talking to? The just. He's not talking to the perfect. The just shall live by faith. 
the end speaks. The end speaks and we listen. We look and we look and we look until we see what he said. My question is, what do you wake up every day looking for? Are you looking for bad news? Are you looking for trouble? Are you looking for problems? Or do you wake up every day looking for what God said he would do? I came here to build your faith today. So that on Monday morning, you don't have the Monday blues. You have the Monday meaning of faith. Your feet hit the ground tomorrow morning. You throw your hands up and say, God, I thank you for your mercy. And I thank you for what really matters. And what really matters is that my purpose is secure. And your promise shall be fulfilled. If anybody's excited about your future, give God praise for what he's about to reveal so you already got a report but the revelation is in your future tell your neighbor you have not seen the best version of me yet amen check on me in six months as a matter of fact check on me in three months better than that check on me in three weeks because you're not going to recognize what God has done in my life because I'm moving from faith to faith it's how I live it's how I live somebody shout out I live by faith I'm sorry y'all uh, I, I, I didn't want to preach like this but I can't help it I got a bad case of the cane help it. Somebody shout, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I am looking and I am listening. Shout it again. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I am looking and I am listening. Any moment God is about to show up. Any moment God is about to. You don't just lean on faith. You live by faith. Too many people uh, use faith as a crutch. You don't lean on faith. You live by faith. I'm almost done. Give me another hour and a half and I'm out. I want you to shout this as loud as you can. Get ready for the ride. Say it again. Get ready for the ride. One more again. Get ready for the ride. We talked about the report. We talked about the revelation. Tell your neighbor, here comes the ride. Someone said these words, no man ever believes with a true and saving faith unless God inclined his heart. And no man, when God does incline that heart, can refrain from what he believes. That's why the old saints used to say, I've come too far. Tell them, Vicky, stand up and tell them. I, that's right, I've come too far. Come here, Vicky. I have come too far. There you go. I've come too far to turn back. Go ahead and give me praise, Vicky. I've come too far to what? Turn back now. I can't refrain from what was already revealed. Believe to the end, even if all men go astray, and you are left the only one with faith. Bring your offering even then and praise God in your loneliness. Believe what you do believe and stick to it. But don't profess to believe more than you intend to stick to. If you say you believe God is love, stick to it. Though all providence becomes a pandemonium shouting that God is cruel to allow what he does. I will not allow the screaming of my circumstance 
to change the shout of my substance. I'm going to end it, but I need you to 10 seconds give him a praise for the faith that you've been walking in. Here's what we know. I dare you to say it four times. By faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. Come on, say it again. By faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. See, here's what we know. Everyone has a measure of faith. Here's what we know. Faith can be increased. Here's what we know. There's little faith. There's great faith. There's perfect faith. But what do you mean by faith? Transportation, transmission. Whisper to your neighbor, here come the ride. It's gonna be the ride of your life, tell them. So if I say, conveyance, transportation, then you would say, I arrived by train, plane, or automobile. <laughs> Sound like a movie. <laughs> that was your transportation. I arrived where I am. <laughs> by plane, train, or automobile. You arrived here today, most of you by automobile, right? I, I'm sorry, I thought that was funny. <laughs> now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples and said unto them, let us go over to the other side. And they launched forth. And as they sailed, he fell asleep, and a storm of wind came on the lake. And they were filled with water, and they were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose, rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased. And there was a what? Calm. And he said unto them, Where is your Go ahead and ask the people around you, where? I know this is a participatory church, y'all. I'm sorry. This, this church is all about participation. Tell your other neighbor. They wasn't listening to you. Ask your other neighbor, where is? And they, being afraid, wondered. They wondered, saying, what manner of man is this? He commands the winds and the water. They obey him. And we never read verse 26. And they arrived. Just like that. Almost as if they were translated from the storm to the shore. Y'all didn't hear that right there. Almost like they were transported immediately from the storm to the shore. Where is your faith? What manner of man is this? And they arrived. Jesus only said two sentences in the whole 
Number one, he said, let us go to the other side of the lake. That's all he said. In one sentence, he told them what to do. Let us go. And where to go? The other side of the lake. All this other activity Jesus ain't got nothing to do with. All he said was, let's go. And they launched. Where? To the other side of the lake. How many of you know Jesus would not tell you to leave until he gave you a place to arrive? Whew. So that's the only thing he says. See, Christian, the second thing he says, two sentences from Jesus and all this drama. All this drama, water in the boat, disciples crying, boat going everywhere. And all Jesus did was say two things. Number one, leave, go to the other side. Then number two, this is the second thing he said, where is your faith? That's all he said to his disciples. Where is your faith? Literally, it reads like this. Your faith is somewhere. Your faith is somewhere, but not where it's supposed to be. The circumstances or the storm change your substance. The purpose of this storm was for one thing. Not to get them to the other side, but for them to locate their faith. Some of you are wondering why the storm is going on in your life. It's not about where you're going. It's God asking you where do you still trust me when you ain't got no money? Do you still trust me when your kids is acting crazy? Do you still trust me when you don't have the job you want to have? The purpose of the storm was one thing. Locate their faith. So he says, is the faith in the boat? Is it in the people that's sailing with you? Or is your faith in what I said? You're not going to arrive on other people's opinions. You're not going to arrive on other resources than God. You're not going to arrive on endorsements. He did not ask, where's your friends? He said, where's your faith? He didn't ask, where is your finances? He asked, where is your faith? Vision, don't miss this here. It's the most important thing I'm going to tell you. Vision is where you are going. Purpose is why you are going. Did you hear that? Vision is where you are going. Purpose is why you are going. But faith is how you're going to get there. Did you hear me? Vision is where you're going. Purpose is why you're going. But faith is how you're going to get there. You ain't never going to get there without faith. Somebody shop by faith. Tell your neighbor, I will arrive by faith. Where's my substance sign at? Anybody got a substance sign? Where's that substance sign? Bring that substance sign up here. Come on, kid. Is that y'all? Y'all got substance? No? Who's got substance? I mean circumstance. I'm sorry, circumstance. I'll get here in a minute. Circumstance. Come on. Where's your partner? Come, come on. Come on. Go stand right there, Richard. There you go. Just stand over there. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. 
Chief. Hawk Chief. Go ahead. Tell your neighbor you ready for the ride. Come on over here, Richard. Walk this. Can you walk over here, Richard? Okay. Keep on, keep on. Show him your sign more. Stop. Okay, come on, come on, Richard. Come on. <laughs> Show him your sign. Now then you arrive and then you ask the person, man, how did you get here? And they go, by circumstance. How in the world did you get here, man? By circumstance. Some of you think you are where you are because circumstances put you there. Where is uh, accident? Where is accident? Come on, accident. Go over there. You can dismount. Come, come on over here. Come on, come on, accident. Come on, accident. Yeah. You know? All right. Uh, praise the Lord, Brother Wayne. Show him your sign, Brother Wayne. Come on this way. Come on, Wayne. Come on. Come on. Keep it, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Show, yeah, show him your sign. There you go. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Wayne. Now turn that way, Wayne, and show him your sign. And you ask the guy, how in the world did you get here? And the guy says, by accident. How many people have you heard said, I'm only here because of my circumstances? How did you get where you are? Well, it was, it was an accident. Where's fate? Come on, fate. Okay, you can dismount. Where's fate? No, you, you're going to, yeah. Go ahead, Josh. Come on, fate. Come on, fate. Stop, fate. Show them your word. Fate, come on. Now let's stop. Because... You okay, Faith? Now, are you, are you sure you can carry this, Faith? Now, let, oh, let me tell you what Faith is. Faith is the development, the development of events of which you have no control over. So I'm going to ask you again, Faith, how you doing? Come on, fate. Come on. Come on. So, so you get all. All right. You stay right there, Josh. And then you go, how in the world did you get here? By fate. By fate. It was just fate that got me in this. In this. situation you ever met people say I'm here because of my circumstances have you ever heard people say I got here by accident and then other people say it was fate I just like this because of where's that last one at guys where's it where's here, here he comes right here come on yeah oh, oh there oh there they are okay come on go ahead Kevin Justin there you go now come on Come on. Come on. So how did you get here? By faith. How do 
Kevin, how'd you get here? By faith. How did you make it through all that? By faith. How did you overcome that? By faith. Now, all y'all go over there. All y'all go over there. Come on, go over there. Go over there. Because we about to have a race. Ask your neighbor, are you ready for the ride? Because faith can get you there faster than circumstance. Faith can get you there faster than faith. Faith can get you there faster than accident. Here's your finish line. Ready? Go. All you need to do is quit riding your circumstances. Quit riding your accidental mess up. Quit rising your faith and start riding your faith. Ride your faith there. Not the boat there. Ride your faith. Tell your neighbor, jump on your faith. Ride your faith. Look at your neighbor and tell him, get ready for the ride of your life. I'm going to stop blaming my circumstances. I'm going to stop blaming my situation. I'm going to stop blaming fate. I'm going to stop blaming all the accidents that I've made, all the mistakes of my, tell your neighbor, I'm about to ride faith all the way to the finish line. If that's you, I double dog dare you to jump up and give God praise. Take off running around that building, Justin. you to be you've got to go by faith if this is your word run to this altar right now come on God's gonna build your faith today God's gonna build your faith today it's a faith without borders it's a faith without borders it's a faith without borders it's a faith that will make you walk on water it's a faith you can live by it's a faith you can stand on it's a faith you can depend on you are going from faith to faith now what do you mean pastor rick look at me before we go many of you have been living on this level of faith we go from faith to faith when you leave today you're moving from here to here little faith 
Great faith, perfect faith. Throw your hands up and shout, increase my faith. Now say these words, I choose to live by faith, not by sight. By faith, not by circumstance. By faith, not by fate. I faith my future today. In Jesus' name, lift those hands. Come on. Hallelujah. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the water. Take me deeper, take me deeper where my faith could ever wander. And my faith will be made stronger in the prayer. Father, we thank you now that we are about to take the ride of our life. Hallelujah. We are going and we're going into our future by faith. We are persuaded that you are able to keep that which we have committed unto you against that day. We are convicted about our future. We truly believe in our heart that things are getting better. We truly believe in our heart that things are changing. We truly believe in our heart that even this week, all things can turn around. We truly believe that when we wake up tomorrow morning, everything can be shifted. We truly believe you can get us from here to there in a moment of time. And God, we throw our faith at you today. And we say, Lord, do what only you can do. Take the borders off. Take the limits off. Take the restrictions off. Help us to believe at levels we never believed before. Come on, raise those hands. Come on, come on, Spunk. Come on.
need you to look at everyone around you and say these words, I got here by faith. Tell them again, I got right here by faith. Now I need you to say this with conviction. I'm going there by faith. Tell them, I'm going where? I'm going into my future by faith. I'm going into my tomorrow by faith. I'm going into my success by faith. I'm going into my promotion by faith. I'm going into the best days of my life by faith. My best is not behind me. My best is yet in front of me. Come on, throw your hands up and worship him today. please all over the building father I thank you now for every person name by name and need by need and I ask you now to build that faith glory to God I pray God you do something so supernatural in their life that even when they walk out of this building they'll say I can't help but believe I must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Lord, let that faith begin to rise in the hearts of these your people. Hallelujah. Till it culminates in a, into a prophetic future that is secure and successful. I bind every demon. I bind every dark thing that's not of God. I bind every principality and power and ruler that would resist the progression of your people. So God, because of our faith, we praise you like we already arrived. We praise you like it already happened. That's how much we believe it. In Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're in here today and you say, Pastor Rick, I used to walk in this faith you're talking about. But I gave up. And I'll admit, I put my trust in wrong places and it affected my faith. But after this message today, I have decided to redirect my faith to the place it's supposed to be. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but I will trust in the name of the Lord. I'm tired of wondering and I'm tired of wandering. I want to stand on that thing we call faith again misunderstandings have caused me to go astray but I'm coming back to my faith today every head bowed every eye closed if that's you will you please raise your hand right now raise it real high you say Pastor Rick that's me I've allowed people and stuff situations to affect my faith but today I redirect my faith to my source and my source is God there's a lot of hands raised in this building Let's everybody do this, please. Pray after me. Say, Lord, I thank you that when I am faithless, you remain faithful. Forgive me forever 
putting my faith in wrong things. I put my faith in you today. In Jesus' name. Keep those heads bowed and eyes closed. If you're in this building and you know you're not right with God and you want to give your heart, you want to get right with him today, please raise your hand real high. I just want to see you. Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else? You know, thank you in the back. Thank you very much. Anyone else? You want to get right with the Lord today. Thank you over here on my right. There's probably five hands raised in this place. Let's do this. Let's pray together. We do it every Sunday. Say this, Lord, I thank you that you love me with an unconditional love. And I receive that love right now. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins and cleanse me of all my iniquities. I receive you into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, I will serve you the rest of my days. I am a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things become new. In Jesus' name. Let's rejoice with the angels today that are rejoicing.